Welcome to the Dynasty Defined Podcast, a show discussing what is going on with the greatest dynasty in sports, the Oklahoma State Cowboys wrestling program. I'm your host, Lee Cothran, and today we're talking upper weights. Last week we covered the lower weights, who all is on the roster uh, for the Pokes from 125 to 157. Uh, some exciting things happened over the last uh, week. I, I <laughs> delayed my podcast as long as I could, and there was still news that broke after I put it out. So um, Friday afternoon, Adam Engel, good friend of the show, uh, the uh, editor-in-chief for the Ocali in the spring semester. So um, that's exciting stuff for Adam. But he spoke to John Smith, and uh, he confirmed a few things with the lineup uh, that affect what we talked about last week, uh, Wyatt Sheets is going to be going at 157 pounds. And uh, that probably means that Caden Gefeller is going to be at 149 pounds. A few things there. Um, You know, Victor Voinovich is definitely uh, in play for that position. I think there was quite a few battles in the room for those two spots, between those two last year for that spot. Um, Redshirting the true freshman was a great choice, something that I'm a big advocate for. Um, and, uh, it seems like that's what they decided to do. And G coming back and using the COVID year at 149 pounds certainly answers some questions. So, um, we'll see what happens and the best guy will be the one that represents the team, uh, come spring. So, um, exciting stuff there for the pokes at 149 pounds. Um, then the other things that he confirmed we'll talk about today at the upper weights. So uh, just to go ahead and give Adam the credit, uh, Coach Smith said that Travis Whitlake's at 184 pounds for now. Uh, he was at 165 pounds uh, before, and uh, there's a question on whether or not he'll cut back down to 165 or stay at 184. Um, it depends what happens there. Uh 165 pounds, his direct quote is, you're going to find out three or four guys will be ranking. And then, of course, uh, as has been discussed before, Luke Serber is going to be at 197 pounds and Connor Doucette will be at heavyweight. So we'll go over what the roster looks like at those weights and and who's ranking and where do we see things shaking out and um, discuss, you know, who these guys are and, uh, and who are the new faces. So... Um, I think last week I did, yeah, 125 to 157 pounds. So we'll, uh, talk through 165 up. Uh, so the roster gets kind of thin here at 165 pounds. Um, I know that they said that there's a lot of guys ranking for that spot. So it seems like there are several that have made the, effort to either cut down to 165 pounds or gain up to 165 pounds. I don't know exactly who that would be, but uh, we can probably speculate that Jalen Harper, let's discuss last week, a guy that's been in the room, been around a while, uh, has certainly filled in where needed. He's a redshirt senior with a COVID year still to give. So um, he could be one of the guys that went up to 165. 65 pounds. Uh, Joey Sanchez is another that I've heard is trying to get up to 165 pounds to try to get into the lineup in his redshirt senior year. 
also has a COVID year to give. So uh, it could be interesting to see uh, for him. Um, and then probably safe to assume that Luke Meckler, the redshirt freshman from Wisconsin, is trying to make a move up to 165 pounds. And Chance McLean, the redshirt junior from Montana, is going to make a play to go up to 165 pounds. Um, you know, you've got to find a way to get into the lineup when the room's as deep as the Oklahoma State wrestling room is and uh, cream rises, right? So we'll see who the guy could be at 165 pounds because on the roster, the only guy that is there right now is Blake Skidgel, a redshirt freshman. So, um, and of course, Travis Whitlake is still on the official roster at 165 pounds. Um, but as was just quoted, uh, he's at 184 pounds for now. So, uh, definitely some interesting dynamics at play for that spot. And, uh, it's definitely one to watch. Um, could it be a hole in the lineup? Absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a, a concern. Uh, we didn't qualify the weight for NCAAs last year, mostly due to Whitlake getting an injury there against Bucknell. Um, you know, he's top 10 guy regardless at the weight, uh, was coming off of a fourth place finish. I know it's a super deep weight. Um, so that could play into it again. I mean, in the big 12, um, talked about it on the pin 12 podcast with, uh, my co-host, uh, Sam Phillips and Iowa state fan. Um, that's a deep weight in the big 12. It's definitely not going to get easy for anybody that decides to take that one. And then nationally, it's a super deep weight as well. Uh, there's just a ton of talent at 165 pounds. And, um, that makes sense. That's kind of where the average plays out for the American male. Um, which is typically why we send our, or we have, some of our best wrestlers around that spot for international competition, uh, Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Dake and Alex Daringer. And, you know, the list goes on for, uh, uh, all time greats at 74 kilos, which is about 165 pounds, 163 and a half, I think is what it is. So, um, guys try to get to that weight. Uh, guys are trying to get to that weight for Olympic competition here in a couple of years. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what all pans out there. Uh, for 165 pounds, I definitely coming in next year is Braden Thompson, who is, pro, he, he wrestles at 170 pounds. Um, but he's somebody that definitely could make an impact as a true freshman at that weight, uh, depending on what shakes out for 165 pounds moving forward. Of course, I'm also really high on Luke Meckler. If he's one of the guys that's going up to 165 pounds for this year, um, I could definitely see him winning the spot. And then, uh, some of our um, friends of the podcast are really high on Chance McLean as well. So, uh, it, look, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. At 174 pounds, this is actually an interesting weight because there's a lot of guys that are behind Dustin Plot at that one. Obviously, Dustin's the the favorite, um, the sixth sixth place finisher from last season uh you know the one of two all-americans that we're relying on to repeat his performance and improve upon last year's performance uh dustin if healthy is definitely one of the best wrestlers at the weight at 174 pounds he's ranked number four in the country and uh you know we could definitely see him um 
continue to improve and uh, build upon his 2022 performance. So um, really excited to see what Dustin can do here in his junior season. So he'll still have two more years of eligibility after this one, um, which is great. It's his spot moving forward. Beyond Dustin Plot, you've got the usual suspects there that have been around for a while. Gavin Sticka is still listed at 174 pounds in the lineup. He filled in for AJ Ferrari at 197 pounds last year. Um, as you know, we talked about going up to 197 from 174 is, uh, definitely something that you don't wish upon anybody, but that's the best option that they had there. Um, Gavin is a redshirt senior, um, and, you know, potentially could be one of the guys going down to 165 pounds. That'd be kind of a, a stretch. I think he's closer to going up to 184 pounds. Um, so we'll see what happens with him. Cade Lindsay, a redshirt junior, been in the room a while. Um, you know, well-liked, definitely somebody who helps the team get better and helps guys like Dustin improve. Um, Trevor Dops is a, a sophomore who is uh, uh, trying to build upon his reputation and get into uh, the lineup at somewhere at some point. Uh, so could he be one that's cutting to 165 pounds? We'll see. And then Brett Black, uh, redshirt freshman, same thing, you know, uh, somebody that has uh, um, been in the lineup for a year and uh, been in the room for a year, and we'll just see how he can continue to improve. Uh, new face at 165 pounds is uh, Benjamin Mower, a true freshman from Edmund Memorial. Um, he had a uh, really good re- record as a senior. Uh, at 174, uh, 170 pounds in the uh, state championship in 2022, he placed twice. And uh, all around just a, a solid athlete, somebody that's been around a while, um, you know, growing up in Edmond, familiar with uh, the room and all of that. So, um, you know, could he be somebody who turns into a, uh, a top flight wrestler for OSU? He's, he's definitely an un- unheralded recruit. Um, you know, not a multiple time state place or anything like that, but somebody that could definitely improve and will, uh, you know, be part of the program and I'm excited to see what he can do as a redshirt. At 184 pounds, this is one of the big question marks as well going into the season. Uh, Travis Whitlake, again, he's there for now. So um, we'll see if he's going to be the guy, if he can beat out uh, Kyle Haas for that spot. Uh, Haas decided to stay at 184 pounds rather than going up to 197 pounds. In photos, uh, Haas definitely looks every bit the part of a 197 pounder. Uh, He looks as big, maybe bigger than Luke Serber. So uh, that's definitely going to be a pool for Haas getting down to 184 pounds. Probably. I I don't actually know that. Um, He could be super lean, uh, which is definitely possible. Um, These guys know how to take care of their bodies. And uh, Haas is somebody that has had to uh, exhibit, um, uh, yeah, he, he's he's had to exhibit discipline and, and mental toughness here over the last several years of his life, and um, I'm excited to see him crack the lineup uh, at 184 pounds. Um, you know, last season we heard before Ferrari's injury, uh, Ferrari would seek him out as somebody to, to train with him. Um, he liked to go with Kyle because Kyle could get to his legs, and uh, 
uh, Ferrari could practice his defense there. And, um, you know, that's uh, definitely – there aren't many people in college wrestling that could get to A.J. Ferrari's legs. Um, and if Haas is one of those, then he could be really dangerous here uh, for us at that 184-pound spot. But it looks like it's a contest between him and Whitlake. Um, I think that for now comment from Coach Smith is definitely uh, because – they're having a battle for that spot. Um, now Whitlake, there's obviously the injury concern with him as well. Um, so he's been a warrior his whole career, never really had an injury thing. Um, but he, he definitely had something bad enough to keep him out of, uh, real, real competition at the end of last season. So, uh, and he, and he was ineffective at big 12s. Um, so I, I don't, uh, I know he's going to fight through whatever he can to make sure that he wrestles here in his redshirt senior season. Um, he's also got the COVID year next year. You know, if he's too hurt to wrestle, ho- hopefully he goes out and tries a few times in the first semester. And if he's too hurt to be effective, then there's also a medical exemption that is uh, available to him and, and should be available to him. So hopefully we can get uh, him through the 2025 championship that would be amazing because Travis Whitlake is an incredible wrestler and somebody that um, I don't think we've seen reach his full potential yet Uh, and that's saying something because he was a fourth place finisher at NCAAs so he's been a bit snake bit in his career with the COVID cancellation Um, but even with that finishing fourth place in his uh, sophomore year is definitely something that uh, is a huge accomplishment. And I'd like to see him uh, get back to that level. I think that um, he's a great wrestler. I mean, we've, we've seen him keep it close with uh, two national champions, Shane Griffith and um, the kid at Missouri. He kept it close with Alex Marinelli every time they wrestled. Um, nobody's really put it on Travis Woodlake ever. So, um, he's, he hasn't lost very much in his career. So, uh, really excited to see what he can do. And, um, if he's back in the lineup this year, awesome. Uh, if he has to sit out a year, then, um, we'll see what happens, but good options there between Whitlake and Kyle Haas, both are top tier recruits. Um, Kyle Haas was number 18 in his recruiting class. Travis Whitlake, obviously number six in his recruiting class and cadet silver medalist. So, um, it, it'll be, I, I guess that means that, uh, Whitlake is eligible for an Olympic redshirt as well. I guess that would have to be in the 23-24 season when he would potentially take that. Um, who knows? Who knows what's going to play out over the next few years? Uh, it's going to be really interesting to watch, though. Between those two guys and, and everyone else, at, also at 184 pounds, uh, you've got some real veterans in the room. Uh, with Christian, Christian McCutcheon, the redshirt junior, uh, who's been around for a while and, and definitely um, excited to see uh, him continue to compete and help make the team better. Uh, Evan Shetley, a redshirt sophomore. Jaquan Jackson, a redshirt senior. Um, pretty sure he's a JUCO national champ. So uh, we've we've seen a lot of success from guys like that that have come in and, and been a part of the program Um I don't know if he's necessarily somebody that we'll see go at 184 pounds, um, but it's good depth to have for sure. Um, 
and then Sam Scherer is a redshirt sophomore at that weight as well. Um, coming in next year, you know, which we'll do a recruiting episode, but just kind of showing how good OSU's been at recruiting, especially at these upper weights. Um, on top of Braden Thompson at 165, 174 pounds, you've got Jersey Rob uh, coming in next year. He's the number 36 recruit in his class. And then A.J. Heeg uh, looks like a 184-pounder. Um, he's the number 52 recruit in his class. So, uh, you know, great depth building there and uh, people that we can uh, see make an impact when they get into the room. Uh, the roster in, and it's needed because the roster gets real thin here at 197 pounds. There's one guy on the active roster at 197 pounds and it's Luke Serber. Um, as we've talked about, this is an unofficial Luke Serber fan podcast. Um, so we love, uh, we love the kid, love the way he wrestles, love the way that he, uh, holds himself, the way that he, uh, presents himself the way that he is. Um, so he did what the team needed him to do. He went up to 285, uh, really stalled out around 230, ended up wrestling most of the time around 220, um, which is a very small heavyweight wrestler. Uh, and you could see it. Um, he just wasn't as big as his competition. But at Big 12s, you saw him really turn it on and go out there and beat really good wrestlers uh, that typically he wouldn't have any business beating, right? Um, but it, a lot of that is because Luke is great on his feet. He's crafty. He's flexible. He can get creative in a lot of different positions. So now cutting down to 197 from 220 or so, you're going to be able to see him do those same things, get creative in different positions, get to people's legs, uh, exhibit his speed. Um, that's something that I'm really excited to see against people his own size. So I think that if, uh, I, I really think that we could be seeing a um, All-American in Luke Serber at this pretty deep weight class, but still fairly wide open, um, you know, in the Big 12 of course, you've got uh, Buchanan from Wyoming, who I'm a big fan of. I, I, I really like um, you know, Stephen Buchanan there. I think that he's somebody that is uh, what the sport embodies and needs and uh, you know, somebody that is really fun to watch. Um, Younger Bastida at Iowa State. And another one that he's a sophomore too, right? So our junior. Um, so I think that uh, he's starting to figure out folk style and he's been really good. And Rocky Elam is number four um, in the country at the weight. So another one that look, they're all really good. Um, but I think Cerber is up there with them. And Tanner Sloan, of course, who's wrestling at U23s this week from South Dakota State. Um, I, I really think that Luke is somebody that can... Um, make an impact and finish high at NCAA's at 197 pounds. I just really do. Uh, he's a great wrestler and and somebody that uh, uh, I'm excited to see go. But he's the only only guy at 197 pounds, and he's going to need to go. Uh, if something happens there, then you'd have to expect um, Jaquan Jackson 
or uh, Christian McCutcheon to be the guy to go up to 197 pounds and take that spot. Maybe maybe even Kyle Haas if Travis Woodlake's healthy. I, there's just a lot of question marks that would happen if uh, something happened there. Um, but Luke's been able to stay healthy and, and you know, touch wood, uh, he'll be able to do that again this year. And then at heavyweight, uh, you've got the junior from, uh, or I guess redshirt sophomore from uh, Comanche, Connor Doucet. Um, just like this podcast is a big fan of Luke Serber, this podcast is a big fan of Connor Doucet. Um, I There's a... Um, There are certainly question marks about Connor that have floated around there. I get told on message boards and Twitter and whatever else that uh, Connor, we've got to have a better solution than Connor Doucette and blah, blah, blah. Um, look, Connor was ranked as high as number 20 in the country in his recruiting class. Uh, when he committed, I think he was the number 24 recruit in the country. Uh, he dropped a little. He hasn't performed as well at freestyle as he probably would like to. Um, but here's the reality. Connor Doucette's a big boy. Uh, he's last time I saw him, he said he was walking around around 255. Um, he's every bit of six, three, uh, six, four. Um, and he's broad. He's not a, he's not chubby. He's not, uh, uh, carrying around anything extra. He's big and he's strong and he's a, you know, a guy that, Given the opportunity, I think he's going to really exhibit uh, that strength um, on his feet. He's quick. Uh, he's not the most crafty wrestler uh, in the country, uh, certainly. But he's somebody that can really stay in matches. And if he keeps it close, if he stays in matches, he's going to have a chance. Um, you know, a lot of y'all didn't think Luke Serber would be a Big 12 finalist. Right, uh, but uh, Doucette is somebody that has that. He has that dog in him. I mean, he's going to go out there and he's going to fight and he's going to put forth his best effort. And he's had a great summer, uh, training in the room, everything. Connor's been uh, working as hard as anybody. He definitely has that ethic, and uh, you know he's he's super good friends, really close with Dustin Plot. Uh, him, Luke Serber the Master Giovanni brothers, uh, they show up early, they stay late, they get their reps in and, uh, they control their inputs and they're really, really good at that. We've heard it said by several people on this podcast that if you control your inputs, the outcomes will come, right? Um, Connor does that. He, uh, is somebody that I'm excited to see. I'm glad it's going to be his spot because, uh, I want to see him go. I want to see him succeed, and I want to see him be the best version of himself. And I think the best version of himself is a high-level heavyweight wrestler. And uh, it, is he an All-American? Maybe not this year. Um, but I do think he's going to go win a couple matches and, and get us some production at NCAAs. Um, and then as he gets that experience, uh, he's still got three years of eligibility. So... Um, Let's see it play out. Uh, these heavyweights, I've said it. I said it last week. I'm going to continue to harp on this, but especially at heavy at upper weights, uh, guys aren't what they were in high school. 
you can get better. You can improve. You can craft your skill to a point where when you're a junior or senior, when you're shoot Connor's going to be 22 years old in February. Uh, so 22, 23 years old, you're a different man than you were as an 18 year old. And I don't think it's fair to judge some of these guys based off of what they did in high school, which what Connor did in high school was great. So let's see what happens. Um, I, I, you know, not going to hear any, uh, Connor Doucette slander on, uh, my timeline. I just, you know, I'm not going to make time for you if you have that to say. And, uh, that's that, uh, we're going to be positive about all of these guys. Um, been pretty clear about that, but especially Luke Serber, Connor Doucette, um, they've earned it and they, uh, have been in the program and they've done whatever the team asked them to do. And I'm excited to see what, uh, they're capable of. And then late in the class, OSU picked up a commitment from Hayden Simpson, who was a state champ, heavyweight state champ at, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, 220 pound state champ in Oklahoma. Um, so going to be, he's a new face in the program, true freshman. Um, going to be somebody that's exciting to, to watch and, and, uh, see how he develops. Cause same thing, he's undersized. How much weight will he put on in redshirt year? Uh, how he, how will he perform in a redshirt year? And then by his sophomore junior year, um, is he going to be ready to take that spot? Definitely possible. And then there's some recruiting things that need to happen here too. Um, there's some chips that could fall that would make our future at heavyweight uh, really solid. So, so that's the roster at the upper weights. Um, you know, a lot of really good uh, wrestlers that we already have. Uh, some exciting things coming in the future. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what all happens and see who all uh, um, makes an impact this year. Uh, so uh, 165 is really interesting. 184 is really interesting. Um, and then we know who it's going to be 197 and 285 with Luke Serber and Connor Reset. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, this is a fun going through the roster. Next week, we'll talk about the lineup and what we expect the lineup to be. I'm going to try to get a guest on to discuss that with me and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. So, um, a lot of exciting things coming on up with the season. It's right around the corner. I mean, we're like two weeks away from the first meet, uh, going out to Pennsylvania. So, um, it's going to be a fun time and, and, uh, I'm excited for this season. I think there's a lot of things to be optimistic about and, um, we'll, uh, we'll see what all happens. So continue to tune in. I'm going to start taking questions next week for lineup. So if you've got those, submit them, uh, I'll send out a link to Anchor if you want to do a voice message. You can submit them on Twitter uh, at Lee Cothran. Email me, lcothran20 at Gmail. Uh, LinkedIn works. Uh, just uh, if, you, if you've got a question, submit it. It'll make uh, things go by a little bit smoother. And then uh, from here, we'll start getting guests. We'll start getting into the season. And uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So fun times, everybody. Thanks for supporting uh, be sure to leave a rating on Apple uh, podcast on Spotify, on Amazon, wherever you listen to this thing. Um, make sure to leave a rating for me. Uh, I think we're up to number 30 something in the uh, wrestling podcast on Apple music. So, um, 
which is, there's like 90. (laughs) So top third. Uh, So thanks everybody for what you're doing there. And uh, thank you all, of course, for the support. Excited to uh, go through this again with you this year and um, excited to see everybody come February and March as NCAAs come around to Tulsa. So uh, looking forward to it. We'll talk to you all next week and go Pokes.